So let's, let's talk about burnout. Um, I'm sure most of you in the room have heard of the term burnout or maybe even experienced burnout. How many people in this room have worked in healthcare at some point? Okay, so a fair number. How about just general human service work? So directly working with others. How many? Yeah, okay. So burnout is specifically described as a phenomena that can occur when you're working closely with other humans initially designed for hospitals, and now used in schools and actually corporations as well. So the first level of burnout is an emotional exhaustion. And that is the everyday emotional labor of working with others. So we think of physical labor as, you know, I, here I am, I, I got to build this house. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, wood to move. There's a lot of hammering to do. You can tell I don't build houses. Um, and then we have the emotional labor of lifting and holding up that kind of face of here I am and I'm present and I'm listening and I'm taking in what you're telling me. And that, that emotional labor can have a toll. It's not in and of itself terrible. And anyone who's working in human service agencies and human service settings, there will be some level of exhaustion, just hearing and the volume of hearing people who are struggling. When things start to get a little bit worse is when people feel that what they do doesn't make a difference, that there's a lack of purpose, a lack of meaning or efficacy. Now, what we've seen is when people feel that what they do makes a difference, they can actually sustain a lot more difficulty for a longer amount of time. But when, because of paperwork, or because of our own feelings of limitations, we feel that the work just isn't making a difference, it's almost intolerable. And that can lead to this depersonalization, also sometimes called just a cynicism. Every one of us, I'm sure, has worked with at least one person who had reached that level of burnout, where they just didn't care. They were there, but they weren't really there. They showed up physically to the job, but they didn't make any effort, and they're just distancing. Now that level of burnout, even if you have one person on a team with that, can just make a huge impact. And when we think about how do we reach these people with this level of burnout, there's not a lot of evidence for us to draw on. And when we look at emotional exhaustion, we can apply some basic strategies of emotional awareness. But with depersonalization, I think we actually have to start thinking about how to improve people's experience of efficacy and meaning. How do we help them maybe remember that what they do does make a difference? One of the reasons burnout is so incredibly prevalent in healthcare, we have trainees uh, who the average numbers nationally is that residents have about 50 to 80% burnout in their first three years or their, their three years of residency. And my, my hypothesis, having worked with this population, is that they have such a strong emphasis on helping others. What they do makes a difference if they help others. However, you can't always help others due to limitations in the system, due to limitations in your training experience, due to limitations of your patients who maybe won't follow up or don't have the resources. So if your entire sense of success is based on your patients doing okay, it could be easier to fall into that lack of meaning. 